0: What's up? What's up, everybody? How you doing? Welcome back to On the Warpath, Sanchez 405 with you. If you're new, make sure you click that subscribe button. Hit the bell so you get notifications anytime there's new content posted. If you're on Twitter, make sure you follow me at Sanchez405 and share this out because you know what we do here? We talk Washington Redskins. We talk Washington football team. We've talked allegations, but we always talk Washington Commander stuff. And I bring in an expert today on Chain of Command, one of my good friends, a mentor I consider, and a, a brother from another mother. My man, you can hear him nine to noon talking all this mess and smack with his sidekick, Robin. Or he might be Alfred the butler, Anthony Haney. But I bring in my man, Travis Thomas. Travis, what's good, bro?
1: <laughs> it's, it's good to be back. But you know what? I could tell it's been too long since I've been on because you have Uh new theme music, and I love it. I was in here rocking.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we had to to change it up. You know how you do, Cub. We had to to change it up and everything, but we are uh, rocking and rolling. We staying fresh as ever on here. And, bro, I'm going to dive right into it with you. It's been a year uh, since you started on this full-time radio journey and congratulations to you and Anthony what you guys do uh, movement y'all really have started here you've got an old new uh you you've connected me and toothpick Paulie G from the shop uh I I don't know I I think there is probably I think Russia is least of people's problem in the Ukraine then dealing with like the four of us uh AP and all, all these other folks man but just talk about your journey over the last year. And getting to this point now where you've been at and just like reflect on that
1: man that's such a great question that no one's asked me so congratulations for being the first to crack that <laughs> code i mean uh honestly i don't even think about myself i think about you all and that's the truth i think about you know everybody you just mentioned and how the show has been able you guys were always a part of team 980 and and i knew that coming in you know i was familiar with 980 I worked there part time as well as the fan. Uh, So I was familiar with a lot of the callers and obviously the hosts that came before me. I always say I stand on the shoulder of Giants, even with that, you know, with Goldie and Doc and all those guys. All those guys, particularly Doc, has been instrumental in my career, quite frankly. So, you know, I knew what I was coming into in terms of already having a strong base, a very knowledgeable base. A very personable base. And I knew that my personality would fit you guys. What I didn't know was how fast it would happen. And what I didn't know was how powerful and how palpable it would be. And so for that, I'm eternally and forever grateful to you guys, quite frankly, because, you know, a lot of people, and I know you remember this, my first month or two. I was getting calls and and none of the Hall of Famers, but people would call and say, man, I didn't even want to like you. And I've listened and the show has grown on me and I like you and all that. And so you guys have just been able to take the show and my career and Anthony's career to the next level. And I'll be forever grateful because you know how this business is. You don't know how long Mm -hmm. this is gonna last or I'm gonna last or anyone's gonna last uh, or where we will end up eventually. But one thing's for sure, you know, the bond that we built is real. And no matter where I end up, that'll never be broken ever. So I, honestly, man, as I reflect on the year, I automatically go back to you guys, to be honest, for taking me in and, and connecting with each other and building off of that. I'm I'm most proud of that, to be honest with you.
0: And, and hopefully we can get Junkyard Dog to say Eric being to me correctly once in a while. Uh, but I, I take back to where I first uh, – it's two things that, that I, I experienced. I got on the Travis Thomas experience. Uh, you and Santana Moss, and I, I remember talking to him at the last Redskins home game against the Giants. I said, man, that dude is crazy. <laughs> and I say, but you – you the, the first episode that y'all had, like with Fred Smoot and stuff, I was like, I like this dude. And then you and Q on Wizards Outsiders. I'll never forget it. Cause I remember I tweeted y'all and I said, You all are the only reason me in Southwest Virginia watches this filth of a team. Is uh I I will like there have been some great moments, like you know, you had West Hall and all you guys on there, yep. and that was great. And I, I told Anna this too the other day, we recorded the post-game show. Um, for for our first game against the giants and then who's on the redskins post game show after the post game show but you and yeah. i was like i said damn this was just meant to be so it's uh i mean it, it's been amazing and just to get to uh, get to know you uh from afar i mean i've Met more people that have been guests on your shows than you, like Lou Holder. I said, yeah. Lou, I said, well, we, we're gonna make this happen one day eventually. And uh, but it, it's been great to connect with you, brother, and uh, just be you considering us part of the show. I, I think it's amazing. Oh, it's
1: it's it's more than it's more than part of the show at this point for me. Um, you, G from the shop, I mean, I, I can't even name all the guys, AP, obviously. Uh, Paulie and the 757, Dump Truck Don, all these guys that I call Hall of Famers, it's the truth. I I consider you more than part of the show. You all now, to me, are friends, your friends, your family. So I I just honestly, I appreciate you um, bringing up a lot of this stuff because I think what has happened over time is people have got so comfortable with the show and so comfortable with what we have built that A lot of folks don't even know my story, to be Mm -hmm. honest. And uh, so you mentioning that you saw me on all these shows, you know, there's a method to that madness. A lot of people don't know. I spent a decade behind the scenes. I was Anthony before Anthony. Right. Uh, In both radio and television and podcasts. I was behind the scenes forever. And, you know, just God's grace. And me continuing to be persistent and trying to get on air eventually led to that. And I've, I've been on air since. But I have a strong um, versatility and I'm able to I can host different shows. I can produce different shows. I can write. I can podcast. I can edit. I can shoot. I can do lighting. You name it. I can do it. And so you just even mentioning this stuff, I think for me, is is cool to talk about because a lot of people don't really know. They just hear you and your current. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the first time you saw me was with Santana, then you saw me with Quentin. I've worked with Michael Jenkins, I've done behind the scenes. So, you know, a lot of people know me from different things because uh, I bring that to the table and a lot of people don't really know that about me unless they do their research.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, you, you talk about it, and you kind of brought that energy to Team 980. Also, you brought that over to the BetQL network. You watch them on Twitch. Y'all, everything that Travis is doing, his uh, social medias, they're all in the description, and also the link to Twitch, Sunday's Bets. Uh, I think Bobby Jones and them on the Gospel Channel might be a little upset about that. So I just need you to get like a Bobby Jones jury curl one day when you're talking about Bets or something like that. Just- <laughs>
1: You know what's funny is, this is my life. And we talked a little bit off air before we did this. We don't need to go there, but you know a lot of my life. Let's just leave it at that. My man, I leave church and go straight to gamble for four hours.
0: (laughs) (laughs) These hoes ain't loyal.
1: (laughs) Hey Corey, I still still had a holy water on my forehead. I'm talking Jiggy about Johnson. a parlay.
0: <laughs> Jiggy Johnson, Jiggy Johnson, hey, come over here, young blood. Can, can you tell me? We we think about that old that that plus uh two uh with with the Redskins in the in the Cowboys. What do you think about that?
1: Right. <laughs> I'm gonna yes. keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real, man. I and you you already know this, Jiggy. and I talk about this on the show, but I've been gambling right. on sports <laughs> illegally for 15 years so now if anything i'm like look lord it's legal i'm responsible you know i'm cool i i don't i'm not taking the baby's diaper money and, and betting it on the you know on the buccaneers like i'm you know i'm I, and i in a lot of ways too man to be honest um i feel like i help folks i will say this this is one kind of embarrassing story but i am proud of it <laughs> um I was leaving a store around where I live locally and I had in headphones and I could have swore I heard someone saying my name, but you know, I got the music and whatever. And I, I do get recognized, I'm not trying to brag, but I, I get recognized people right. know me. And so I, I'm like, somebody's calling my name, but I'm gonna just keep walking, right? And sure enough, they get louder and louder to the point where I, I know this person's like behind me. So I take out my headphone, I get my mind right. I'm like, all right, this is clearly <laughs> someone who, who's a fan or whatever. Right. I turn around, my man is like, "Hey, Travis Thomas, I know who you are." I'm like, "Oh, sh-. I I didn't like his energy, like, whoa." And he's like, "Uh, I just want to thank you. Your bet that you gave out last week, whatever, whatever, kept my <laughs> lights on." I was like, oh my God!" I was like, "All right, bro, solid." I just went, "Solid." <laughs> Put my headphone back in. <laughs> keep my oh. lights on man
0: <laughs> Travis Thomas experience we keep the lights on <laughs> Hey man <laughs> The biggest gap in the holiday of the year was all Sunday and it's Wednesday so I can still get you to talk about the Super Bowl That's man. right Um Joey B didn't get it done but uh Matthew Stafford and company uh you know I, I you talk about standing on the shoulders of giants y'all you know I have had a little bit of you know, I, I I looked at him with a critical lens, Matthew Stafford. And my biggest question to you is throughout the Super Bowl run who made who? And they said, did the Rams make Matt Stafford or did Matt Stafford make the Rams? Or was it a little bit mutually beneficial to, to them growing and, and becoming these champions?
1: Well, of course, it was mutually beneficial. But uh-huh. you have to give Stafford the edge because McVay took the Rams to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff and didn't get it uh-huh. done. And sure enough, he walked into Les Snead's office and that ownership group, and he said, look, I need a guy. I mean, Jared Goff, I I understand he's our top pick, and, and we went to a Super Bowl with him, and that's all fine and good. But at the end of the day, I need the guy, and this ain't it. And mm-hmm. guess what? They got him Stafford, and they went back to the Super Bowl, and they won it. Now, I'm not going to act like they didn't add ancillary pieces, Odell Beckham, Von Miller. We understand that. But still, look at what Stafford overcame this season. They had injuries all season. Let's not let's not just talk about the Super Bowl. They had injuries all year. He lost his running back, who should have been a stud, and had a breakout year to an Achilles early. And they never really ran the ball, quite frankly. Uh, it was all on Stafford. I know he pooped the bed a few games this year, but that happens. He's human. At the end of the day, they won the Super Bowl. Stafford made the plays in the playoffs they don't beat the bucks without stafford's contributions they damn sure don't win the super bowl without stafford's contributions he's clutches all hell uh look at the numbers he put up in detroit which was a wasteland i don't need to talk to you about the lions you already know so to me i mean i i think it's a i think the answer is mutually beneficial mm-hmm. it was good for everyone the defense mcveigh stafford but at the end you have to give stafford the edge because they got it done with him
0: yeah and uh, to double down on that we you talked about this is a hot topic on your show and I was actually writing down stuff I wrote down a whole list before y'all even talked about it, and then you tried to like y'all tried to fastball it all through uh is he a hall of famer now I was talking shout out to my boy DMV Sports Zone because he we kind of talked about this because I got to go and on an apology run on his channel tomorrow night um yeah i'm eating i'm eating a whole lot of crow this week but uh it is he is he a hall of famer i know you talk about it being watered down and everything which i think it is um you know did, what do you think is he going to be a hall of famer uh is he a first ballot hall of famer or will he just get in there eventually
1: well the ballot stuff kind of is to me a waste of time because it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're a hall of famer you're a hall of famer I don't give a damn. I mean, that's the guys who's not getting in, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I work with one every day, like, you know, and Brian Mitchell and if Brian Mitchell were to get in, he wouldn't give a damn about ballot first ballot or not. So to me, I just look at a guy and I say, is he a hall of famer? Now to me, I think Stafford, as we move forward, will continue to pad his numbers, which are already hall of fame worthy. If you ask me, he's going to get the wins, which is what he needs. He needs more wins. He's going to get that. He may or may not, but he may get another Super Bowl. To me, I just think when his when his career's over, and remember this too, Corey, nowadays these quarterbacks can play till forever. Tom Brady right. hung it up. Tom Brady could easily have came back. So a lot of these guys are going to play a long time. Not like Brady per se, but Stafford certainly has another 3 to 4 years top shelf high octane at a high level. So to me, I think when it's all said and done, not only is Stafford going to get in a lot of these quarterbacks that we look at now and we're like, that's not a, that's not a real hall of famer, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yes, bet your is. ass it is because they're all going to get in. Matt Ryan's going to get in too. I'm convinced all these guys are. Uh,
0: apparently Kelly Stafford's getting ready to get named to a hall of fame. I didn't know if you saw this or not, but uh, Utz Pretzels is sponsoring her hall of fame ship into their <laughs> first ballot hall of famer uh you know so the san francisco fans nominated her
1: why don't you uh, her leave little... her alone man i mean her man got a super bowl at no, this I, point I, 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 you've I'm apologized petty. you gotta you I'm gotta petty. leave her alone
0: i'm petty i'm petty you know this i am petty. you i can't i can't drop this i have a problem i cannot just drop <laughs> this stuff right there uh, uh and Paulie says what's up too down there.
1: But I see um, what he said. Thank you, yeah. Paulie. Thank you. I'm seeing the comments. Everyone's sending love. And then I yeah. see all caps, Paulie. Thank you. Yeah. I
0: love that. Di- uh, Tyler Perry's follow-up movie, Diary of a Mad Black Man
1: with right. Pauly. Uh, right.
0: <laughs> um, did, did they get the MVP right?
1: I don't, I mean, listen, I would have given it to Donald, but I understood mm-hmm. Cup. I understood it. I mean, I guess in a way, and I I said this on the show, even though I would have voted Donald if I had a vote, Mm -hmm. honestly, I understood Cup because Odell got hurt. And no one did anything at all Mm -hmm. except Cooper Cup. And so for that, I'm okay with it. But to me, man, I mean, Aaron Donald really from the nfc title game on and and i'm sure he had a a great playoffs but the the nfc title game on Mm -hmm. when remember he was on the sideline firing guys up and then they came out and they looked different and they got to the super bowl and he was doing the ring thing then remember Mm -hmm. and then they got to the super bowl and it's a tight game and the Bengals can go down and tie this game and go to overtime and then we don't know who the hell happens right and then it's just like Donald just willed his team, it felt like. He just took over. And then we know the the ring thing, and then he he's a champ on the last play. He he makes Burrow throw it away. I mean, to me, it was the moments. And I right. whenever I think about a Super Bowl MVP, I think about the moments and they and they captured it. Donald did that, but so did Cup. So if anything, I guess maybe you could have went co MVP. But I understood why they went cup. I would have just voted for
0: Donald. That would have been what I think the first time since the Doomsday defense did it back against the Broncos way back when. So I thought that would have been, I, I thought they both had. Um, and that, that's why I kind of posed that question to you about Matt Stafford and uh, who made who, because it was these guys that they drafted who had been staples. I mean, helped. Uh, Donald was there in S- uh, St. Louis and lived through. Um, through, through Jeff Fisher just to get to this point and stayed here, didn't complain, he got paid, and he still worked hard uh, there. So, I, I, you know, that's where I, I kind of got at it with that. But um, Cooper Cup, you can't take anything away from the Slim Shady of, uh, of wide <laughs> receivers. And um, before, before we even – and then we'll get into commander mess, mess here in a minute.
1: Do we have um, to?
0: Do we have we, to? We, we, have to unfortunately All right. we do, All right. uh, <laughs> but uh do you um? What the halftime show after Snoop Dogg did his little rap? Did, did he just like not stop crip walking the whole time? Like I turned around, he was still crip walking. I think he was still crip walking in the third quarter. That was the thing that stood out to me. What did you think about it overall in the halftime show? What
1: did you expect from Snoop? Listen, <laughs> he's in L.A., bro. Like. Yeah. If that halftime shows in Miami, he just breaks you off a little crip walk and he's chilling out. That was in L.A. I mean, yeah. he was crip walking. The backup dancers were crip walking. I saw someone on Twitter say that that's hip hop's version of Hamilton. And I think that's absolutely correct. I mean, it was fantastic. Yeah, I love the halftime show. I've watched it 17 times since the Super oh, wow. Bowl. True story. Oh, I okay. showed my kids uh me and my wife are, are like aged and we've just watched it over and over um i can't say it's the greatest ever because i still remember Prince singing purple rain in the, in rain. the
0: rain yep.
1: i mean i i don't know how that can ever be beat. to be honest for me personally i don't think it I, can um, i tell you
0: you know. I had a guy that Super Bowl you mentioned. One of our, but one of Anna and our buddies. He's like sixty-nine years old. He went down to that Super Bowl. He was so cheap, drove down there and listened <laughs> to Westwood One in the radio with Marv Alberts, probably biting somebody in the rain down there because you didn't want to buy a ticket to get in there. But he just went there.
1: Man, you are petty. You just can't get off Marv Albert either, can you? You just you just yes. can't let you can't leave Marv alone. Yes. <laughs> <But, laughs>
0: Hey, you know, he, he, he was from downtown. Anyway. By uh, the way, by the way,
1: that's not cheap. That's frugal, brother. That's what that is. That's frugal.
0: See, there you go. See, I set you up here. I got you. I got you now because you've been sitting here and I got a, I should have ran it back because you were talking about balling on the budget. Last time we were that's talking right. about quarterbacks. That's now right. folks out here in this world, Mr. Thomas wants to throw bricks around yes. like they for sale. Like yes. he's Paul the bowler.
1: Yes. You know Are why, you really? or why? I'm, I'm sick of seven wins. <laughs> That's why. Look me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm sick of seven wins. We got to pay for more wins. And damn it. I just watched the Super Bowl. I saw hip hop Hamilton. I saw Cripwalking walking in the musical. I saw the musical of Cripwalking. walking. I want that. I want a go-go <laughs> G-damn Super Bowl. So you got to pay for that.
0: Yeah, I like, and you know, I admit Mitch Tischler, I think, gave us all life today on your show when he said, And if there's anybody closer to the pulse than Mitch Tischler, it's JP Finley, who's on who they 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 talk on a daily basis here. I mean, I had never, I think it, it, it could, this could actually happen in, in the grand scheme of things. Um with Russell Wilson, and just talk about the dynamic he could add to this team. I'm thinking at least three or four more wins than what you had this year if the team is in the same stability as it was last year.
1: Listen, I'll even give you, I'll go, I'll go worse than that. I'll go worst case scenario. If he gives you two more wins and you're nine and eight and you're a wild card, I mean, he gives you a chance, man. I mean, the thing is, And you alluded to Mitch on the show today. So Mitch Mm -hmm. and I are tight, right? And so I know him. And I can, that's why, if you notice on my show, Mm -hmm. Corey, just another thing is since we were talking about behind the scenes. Right. And the people that listen on the reg will understand where I'm coming from here. If you really look at my show, I don't have guests that often. If you think about radio shows that you consume, they have a guest every hour. Am I wrong? My show, I'll have a guest maybe two most days. It's just me and Haney and you guys. And so I I do that by design because I only like to book people that I have a rapport with. I'm great with strangers. I am. I make friends easy. All that's fine. But I just I have no interest in just booking Joe Blow to talk about whatever on my show. If it's not someone that I know that I have a, a really good chemistry with and a good rapport with, I'm not interested. And so Mitch today, I felt and that's why I pressed him. I felt something. And if you miss an interview, go to the Odyssey app, Travis Thomas Experience, you can hear it. But I felt You gotta do the rewind, Sam. (laughs) Use the rewind feature on the Odyssey app. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, you never see me do this. I do this every time. I do the DJ joint. So so Mitch like kind of like glossed by it a little. But he, I caught it because I know him. It'd be like you if you were trying to be slick and throw yeah. something past me like a fastball, high heat, right? And I was like, hold up, Corey, what you mean? Yeah. So Mitch kind of alluded to, I I know, he said, I know this team's going to make a big pitch. And, you know, I mean, Russell Wilson, I think they can make him an offer. And I was like, okay, Mitch doesn't even talk like this. So then when I pressed him, he was just like, let, I, I just let's just say I think Russell Wilson is very much in play for the commanders. I'm like, oh, OK, so he's, as you said, he's connected. He's dialed in. It makes sense because, look, Deshaun Watson is gifted. Everyone knows that. But, man, do you really want to go down that path right now if you're the commanders, um, given everything they got going?
0: Exactly.
1: Jimmy G, I'm I don't have a problem with Jimmy G, but I don't want to trade for him. If Jimmy G is cut by the Niners, I'd be all in. But I'm not trading for that guy. For what? So to me, Aaron Rodgers just doesn't even feel realistic to me. I know some people think so. I don't think so. I think he's going to Denver if he leaves Green Bay because his boy is the head coach there. Yeah. And they have money and weapons. Yeah. It's and Russell you Wilson, can, dog, you can or, smoke.
0: You uh, can smoke out there too for him. So facts, that's really, yeah. facts,
1: and and so to me, it's like it's Russell Wilson or maybe I know this. I have a buddy that that I have a lot of friends in Vegas, as you know, but a buddy that specifically covers the Raiders, mm-hmm. and he said that Derek Carr is being like unreasonable with what he's asking for contractually. Oh, wow. So maybe, maybe Derek Carr, but I don't. Look, all of us as Commanders fans like Derek Carr, but no one, no one's like drooling over that. Yeah. Everyone is like, "Oh my God, get me Russell Wilson!" Right? So, or, or Deshaun, or Deshaun. So, to me, I it just makes too much sense. Now, the question is, will Seattle move him? He to me, this feels NBA like, Corey, mm-hmm. because I think Russell Wilson's going to have to say, "Look." Get me out of here. That's it. I don't want to be here. And I don't think he's done that yet. I think he's, I think he's just so damn nice that he's still playing the game. At some point this offseason, he has to say, "I want out," and and I want to go there. And I think they'll. I, I listen. Washington has the assets to pull the deal off.
0: Yeah, I mean they don't have uh, Seattle. A lot of people don't realize Seattle didn't have first round pick, right? So I and I think I even said something along the lines last week. I was like, you know. They're not in the position to haul off a whole bunch of picks and for demand the if they're trying to get somebody who doesn't want to be here. And I just don't think that uh, Pete Carroll wants to. If Pete Carroll wants to deal with this or, or whatever, and you know he's having a array a, a rash of changes on the coaching staff, so uncertainty is Seattle's best friend. And Russ, I think he saw the writing on the wall last year, had the hand injury, and we remember he was starting to feel like himself, kind of. Um, against us, and it was like, oh, wait a minute, this is Russ in that fourth quarter. It's like, this is the rest that has beat us every single time here in Washington. So, I, I think that you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, you make a good point there, Trav. Um, and then, uh, shout out to Alexander Wilson, too. He said he believes it's going to be Jimmy G. I can't, I always think the media is out to get Washington. As a, and it could be a conspiracy thing. It could be the, my despising uh, love for um, Mike Florio and, and people like that. But uh, I just don't, I, I think that more have been, and that was a, a con maybe to get something going. It's like, who can we make fun of? It's Washington. Because if one thing, incompetence is a big thing there, but being sloppy is another <laughs> thing that we yeah. have seen with Washington over the years. Uh, you know, from the name release and everything like that, even in recent memory. I yep. mean, who in good conscience, which I don't think Jimmy G would trade a first round pick for him.
1: Well, I mean, listen, that's a layered question. If yeah. we're talking first round for Jimmy G, if someone did that, they should be fired. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's a conversation to be had if you're not talking a first rounder for Jimmy G. Here's the thing I don't, I have actually, Defended Jimmy G in some ways. I do think that Jimmy G is an upgrade from Taylor Heineke. Not much, but but I do think he is. Um, if you're talking first round, that's a fireable offense. If you're talking second, I'm not really that interested, but we could talk. Third, I'm in. I'll make that trade. Um, this is something that no one talks about. This is just my opinion. I don't have any insider information on this, other than what my buddy who covers the Raiders told me. No one's talking about the Raiders' new coach. You know, there's mm-hmm. a tie there with Josh McDaniels and Jimmy G. So to me, you know, if Jimmy G is is available, trade, he gets cut, whatever it is, that feels like a, a better landing spot that makes more sense for the player and the coach, mm-hmm. especially if this car stuff I'm being told is true. So Carr wants to be paid like, like Mahomes essentially. Right. So is there a team dumb enough to do that? Yep, I know one—the uh, Commanders. And so oh. can you get can you get Derek Carr in a more modest type of deal? Maybe. Um, you know, could you sell that to the fans better than Jimmy G? I mean, you know, if you listen, if you go get Jimmy G for a first rounder. Um, just be prepared for even more anarchy because yeah. no one's going to accept that but if you if you sell us Derek Carr i think most people would accept that to be honest because Jimmy G and McDaniel's being reunited makes a lot of sense and if you're the Raiders it's a cheaper price you're probably not going to get that production but it's not going to be that far of a drop off where they can't compete
0: and you got a quarterback in Carr who's i think 32 so that that's young For a quarter, that's younger on the younger scale of a quarterback now. So um, I I think that would, I I think that kind of would be maybe your second tier plan. Go out there, go after Carr. Uh, We'll see in that respect. Um, And and, and then another one that's been thrown out what in the ham sandwich is going on out in the desert as Yoda has joined the dark side and Kyler Murray and um, confusion there is? Trade will there be?
1: Is this, a, you is, must. This you must. is this a this a short joke? Nope. Is this a short joke? Are nope. you saying nope. he looked like Yoda?
0: <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> Explain you must,
1: <laughs> <Master> mean, Thomas. <laughs> look, I'm I'm 40, dog. So I don't I don't get I don't get I understand social media, but I'm not good at it, and I just don't understand like he so what he erased him from his social and then it came out. He was mad because he felt like the team's not helping him and he's being blamed. And then the team's like, Oh, you're immature. And then, I mean, come on, man, this is, this is juvenile stuff. I I mean, I was told um, by a lot of people that he is immature. He is a pain in the ass. We've seen a lot of it. Like, Elite Eleven, the TV show that used to come on with Trent Dilfer, I, I watch that every year, and all these guys came through there, um, you know. And I remember that season with Kyler Murray. Anyone who watched that show and saw that season knows what I'm talking about. He didn't want to participate in some of the competitions they used to do. You know, you know they used to do like trust building exercise right. type stuff, and he wouldn't do that. He was just like, I'm, "I'm here to play football." Like he was one of those dudes. Um, and then he comes out and he, you know, he defends himself and he says, this stuff's not what I'm about. The guy's clearly immature. He's clearly, I don't know, like he's a jerk, I think, to be honest. Uh, I like him, I think he has game, mm-hmm. but he kind of seems like a jack wagon to me. Now I'll say this, and I, you know my MO on this. know. Money, money, money
0: talks.
1: talks and it solves all problems. Mm-hmm. So what's really happening is he doesn't want to wait this out like Lamar Jackson's doing. He's like, yo, I want my extension now. Pay me Right? Now. And they're like, no, like you're undersized. You get hurt. You look like baby Yoda. Like you're going to have to earn this, Jack. <laughs> and so, you know, they're treating him like Baker Mayfield. And they're treating him like Lamar Jackson. He doesn't like it. That's really what this is about, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think yeah, he's I- available
0: no I, I i don't think that and i, I think the people that are kind of suggesting that i think they're kind of um they, they 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 don't have their wits about it and you don't i i can't have uh as a fan i don't want to see another fragile psyche in right. here that is going to cause and then we're going to be like well it, it, what's going on here what's going on here because it, it's very it gives me very rg3 vibes and he, he's probably going to write a book called surviving the desert after this. And, right. uh, you know, it's going to be about the big whales and stuff, but I, Kyle Murray we, we saw this when he was going, is he going to make his decision? Is he going to baseball. He's going to play with the A's. Is he going to go with, the, is he going to go get drafted and everything? And this is what you signed up for. You knew this coming into that, uh, with this guy, I, it, it's a hard pass for me on that one. And, um, and, and you know, in that respect, but, uh, Talking about players and the value they added, let's play Commander's Honors or Washington football team honors in honor of uh, Lou Holder because they were still technically the Washington football team there. Uh, Give me your Rookie of the Year.
1: Man, you don't know how bad I want to say Jamin Davis, but it ain't. Cameron Cheeseman? (laughs) I mean, no, you know what? I'll give you your props. Tight end. My man. Yes. I'll give you your props. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you your props. Johnny you were right. Man. You were right. I, I look, I, I thought Cosme, I mean, realistically, I guess if I was like had to turn in a vote, I'd probably say Cosme because I think he got better as the year went on. But right. But I have to give you your flowers, dog, because you told you don't even understand, bro. Like you you deserve credit. You called this during the draft, like before they drafted him. You said, listen, I like the tight end. Where did he go, Boise or something? Where's yeah, he Boise from? State. Yeah. And yeah. you called my show and you said that. And I heard of his name, but I didn't know much about him. And I think I said to you, like, I'll look into him. I see him on the, on the board and all that. Yeah. And um, they drafted him. And then I really looked into him, obviously. And I was like, I'll be damned. And in this season, you know, I mean, I, listen, let's let's slow down. The guy's not right. George Kittle here, but I mean, listen, uh, he was a big contributor, and they needed him because depth was clearly an issue once Logan went down. And I thought the young man showed up and show out. So, really, I would say Cosme, but I'm I'm going to give you your props here because you called that.
0: I appreciate. I would have said Cosme too in that respect, but John Bates, I think, uh, with a with a little bit of seasoning. Like uh, the chicken that we know to be unseasoned, if you give him a little bit of pepper, I love you, Anna. Um, it, I think he's gonna be he, he's gonna be good uh, going forward, and I think he's gonna be a valuable part of this offense. Especially, we don't know what's gonna be with my guy Logan Thomas, and then uh, you know Ricky Seals Jones. I mean, he can't take a hit from a, a cameraman. So yeah. if he goes back out on that field, which he did have a hell of a catch at the Giants game I was at, and I, that that was his Lord of Fame here, but. You know, I, I think John Bates can be something special. And Cosby, too, man. Um, who is your – let's go with Defensive Player of the Year. Now, keep in mind, we still have an MVP to give out.
1: Well, it has to be John Allen. I mean, yeah. John Allen might be my next two answers, to be honest, because um, to me, he just took that next step. And by the way, you know, this doesn't get enough enough credit. Usually – in a contract year, guys will play at a crazy level. Mm-hmm. But for the after. most, but for the most part, after a guy gets a deal, they're either stagnant or mm-hmm. there's a drop off. And I, you know, to me, I think it's a testament to Jonathan Allen. Like I, I got a chance to know him uh, pre-draft, leading up to the draft, because he's a local kid, and I was doing all kinds of stories on him, and and we were cool. Uh, and I got a good rapport with him, and then when he got drafted by Washington, I actually kind of fell back a little bit because I didn't. I don't know, I'm weird, Corey. Like, I, I look at a lot of my peers in the media, and it just I'm not gonna call out any names, but I see a lot of groupy stuff, dog. Like, oh, I, I it just kind of it just always turned me off to like, be cool with somebody organically, and then they end up in town. Mm. Um, and then it's like and then I'm because of my job, I'm like hitting him up all the time and trying to get them on my show. It's just never felt right right to me. So I've I fell back from him, but I spent enough time with him personally to see he's it's it makes sense. He's on the perfect, he has a perfect coach because him and Ron are very militaristic, the way they mm-hmm. think, the way they operate. John is extremely regimented. Um, and so when he got paid, I'm not gonna lie, I was a hater. I'm sure you remember it where I was like,
0: yeah, that said the same thing too. We had
1: Chase Young, Nantes Sweat, Deron Payne, all these guys, Ionitis, all these guys coming up to get paid and you pay that guy. Mm -hmm. And then all he did was shut me and anyone else who said the same thing the hell up because he elevated his game and it speaks to who he is. Um. You know, as and his work ethic and his character. So I would have I have to go John Allen for Defensive Player of the Year. I don't know how anyone could say anyone else.
0: Yeah, I I think I think you got a uh, I think you're a good case there. Most improved. Who you think like improve even on this team? I, somebody's had to improve, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I mean, listen. I'll go. I'll, I'll I'll go the guy who's the most reluctant to even win this superlative you're you're giving out, uh-huh. and I'll go Landon Collins because when they moved him to mm-hmm. his more natural position of linebacker, he was reflects. he was balling out. Mm-hmm. And you were right. You were right with me in the off season. we were, last off season. We were like, just linebacker. bulk bulk his ass up. Mm-hmm. Tell don't care about, you know, this kills me these days in the NFL of like, oh well, I don't, I'm not a I'm a safety. I don't you're gonna right. do what the hell I tell you to do because we're paying you to do it. You're right. you're a pro, bro. So if I go into work tomorrow and my boss says it's the Anthony Haney experience, you get in the background. I wouldn't like it, but I get paid. And uh, my paycheck still—my first mm-hmm. question would be: Is my paycheck still the same? Bet, uh, Anthony, show me how to do this real quick, and right. you go do your Like, <laughs> hey, bro, you're you're a pro. Come on, dog. Like, we all work jobs. We all have pain in the ass bosses on our ass for stuff. Like, I don't want to hear this. Like, diva. Right. I know I sound old school, but I don't care. Like, no, I I, I, just, I never, I never like that. Like, oh, I'm. I'm a safety. Remember, he laughed, dog. When people were bringing up linebacker to him in the media, he would laugh. Look at you now, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, if I'm Landon Collins to keep that money coming in because he's getting paid, I would bulk up. I would take linebackers serious. i start talking to linebackers around the league because you know they're all boys. I'm studying tape. I'm going to be nice at what I do. So to me, he's the most improved because he switched positions and he balled. He, in my opinion, should focus on linebacker and Washington should force him to play that.
0: <laughs> Don't truck down. Everybody hates their commanders. Uh, let's see here. Atlanta Collins was the biggest issue for this defense for six games of the season. and no business place. I feel absolutely there. And then my boy, John Bostic, he just needs
1: to outs. Shout outs yeah. to Armand, too, man. I, yeah. I've been seeing the comments. He showed me a lot of love. I appreciate yeah. you, bro. What's Armand. up, Dump Truck Don? What's up, DMV?
0: Uh Armand is down there 757 part of that contingency. So
1: um yo, I Corey, yeah. you know I get I get I'm love. Over. Hey man, 757, man. Man, listen, Corey, man. I I, hey, I was riding real dirty on Route 17 South, bro. I was I was real wrong on Route 17, dog. I was <laughs> I had about a dec I had about a decade strong man because I had I had a long term girlfriend and mm-hmm. um, she was like actually my high school sweetheart and she moved away because um, she was military and so when she moved I mean we were in Maryland she moved to Virginia so in my mind I'm like that ain't nothing I'm young I just got my car so I was. Bro, I was with her off and on for 10 years, and I would just drive down to Virginia Beach every weekend. True story. Woo! Anyone, you don't believe me, do, hey, man, check receipts, bro. I'm I'm certified. And I would go down there, and I'd be all through Warwick at that high school, uh, that Tidewater area, uh Newport News. Uh, um, was it Exit 143 or something like that or Route 143, one of them? And, check them uh, in the
0: comments on that one. <laughs> bro, I was
1: I was I was I was heavy down there, dog. I'll just leave it at that. I, um I think it's been too long now, but once upon a time, you could even you could drop my name down there. It was like that. I was down oh, there. Oh wow. He,
0: yeah,
1: he, bro. He, he, Travis Travis's down here. He said, yeah. dude.
0: I kicked out the club the other
1: day. Yeah, He's I was getting done. in trouble. But you know what's crazy? <laughs> you know what's wild? It's like all these years later, like think about what I said. That was high school sweetheart yeah. for like Ten years, so that's like eighteen, probably probably like twenty-five, mid twenties, and or, or I guess late twenties, bro. I now I'm forty now. I'm married, got kids. I'm I'm so far removed from that. But look at my life now. Seven five seven organically through my show is showing me that love. That's that's what I'm saying about life, man. You can yeah. never. I'm not trying to derail the conversation and get you all do, deep, bro. but it's like you got to treat people with love and respect and never burn bridges because just that energy i put out in all them years i put out riding route 17 dirty spending time down in the 757 now is coming back to me from yep. people who you know just are are learning about me you know like that just means a, that's deep to me man i got a lot of love for down there a
0: yeah lot. man we know it all the time we we hear these seven five seven guys calling in all the time hey and hey, you got fan you got fans i know at least one in the two seven six although you never been no out doubt. this way you got one in the two seven six um MVP of this team last year
1: God I want to give you somebody different than John Allen right because that's really what I feel like um I'll I'll just go I'll go Terry because yeah. you know why, in a way, it's like a lifetime achievement award because like he is just he gets better every year. I love you know what I love about him, and I would say John Allen gives you this, but he just went crazy on Twitter, so don't even get me started, but
0: we we ain't touching that one
1: <laughs> yeah, he should he shouldn't have either, but um, Terry, the thing about Terry. And and actually that's kind of my point is like Terry gets better every year. He goes about his business quietly. He I I like that. Like he stays out of he just doesn't, he doesn't get into anything. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I've always liked about Santana before I met him. You know, it was like I I think I just I'm like that. Like I, I got into trouble when I was young. Don't get don't get it twisted. Really? But 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 like as I got older and I matured mm-hmm. and I focus on my craft, like that's one thing you know about me. Yeah. Man, I take this game serious. Don't let the joke in and all that, the the key, key in and all that we do on my show for you. Like I put in work, we right. prep. I want to be an all-timer, bro. I want to be an all-timer. And so I like guys that take their craft serious, stay out of the, I'm not with all the flashy stuff. I'm not with all the all the nonsense. I like that about Terry. And yeah. every year he gets better and better. He doesn't complain. How many? How many times has Terry come to the podium and said, "Man, I mean, if I just get a quarterback, you know, never." Or, yeah. or, or, or man, you know, I mean, this guy, Corey, bro, he's had hospital balls thrown his way. You dig? And he'll oh, get, I know. he'll get lit up, and get, and he might be out of the game, or he might come back in the game. But, but you never hear a peep out of him. He can block, man. I I just I like everything about his game, bro. So I I'll go MVP Terry. Just mm-hmm. and it's more of a it's more of a collective like what I've seen yeah. from him. They got to find a way, man. I need a brink truck for that dude, bro. Because he's yeah. he's not only gifted, but he's everything you he embodies everything you want in a in a player for your team. You know.
0: Yeah and Alexander Wilson. Shout out. Thank you for the both Super Chats, brother. Travis Hampton alumni here. You are bringing it back with the 757. You can have a blast down there. Hey. Yeah,
1: it's real, man. I mean, the thing I always liked about it is I could go everywhere. Like, I'm from Mm -hmm. a small town where I'm from, so it's like limited options. What I liked about the 757, now everything was spread out like the country, like where I'm from, but I liked that I could be at the beach, or I could be in the hood, or I could be Mm -hmm. at some of the best high school football games I've ever seen in my damn life or basketball yeah. games. And oh my God, the, the girls, man, it's some pretty girls down here. You know what I'm saying? At that time, uh, that that was a big deal. So like, I just, you know, I always I always had love for y'all, man. Shout outs to you.
0: I, I Look, I ain't getting, look, I, my my watchdog is on here so I can't really say I, but i i hear where you're coming from Trey. i hear I hear where you're coming from we retired um,
1: bro we're retired, we, we're right?
0: retired. <laughs> back in the day uh i get a call about that later uh Dv and then work it. yeah man but um now they got a lot of love in it but and we speak of, of you know other things that are impossible. This thing with Dan Stoudemire, you covering this team for as long as you have, have you like what is your gauge? I guess on a scale of one to five, because ten is overrated. I think. What is your scale that he will be forced out of this team and forced out of the NFL? Like right now, here, short. Don't matter how long it takes, but is this the end game for him?
1: would you say? One to five and tens over Raider, right?
0: Yeah, tens are, I say I always I like one to five. Keep it simple. All
1: right, I'll give you 500.
0: Damn.
1: He's gone, bro. He'll be gone before the football season.
0: Anthony, clip that off for me real quick. Uh wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. I mean, listen, I I was the last person to feel this way. Mm-hmm. It the round the round table changed it, bro. Like I watched, I watched that whole two hours and I never want to see that. I I just never want to see any clips again. I never want to hear anything again. I was heartbroken. I was angry, man. It's, it's one thing to have dealt with everything we've dealt with with this guy. Mm -hmm. And we knew for years, something wasn't right. But, this was like the first time, and we knew allegations and all that. This mm. was the first time really hearing hearing the accounts, the personal accounts, the attacks, hearing him specifically, physically <laughs> being mm. named. Nah, bro. Like he's bad for business, dog. You're seeing yep. sponsors drop. You're seeing him. Now, you know, I'm doing my whole show on this tomorrow, so. Don't ask me no follow-ups because I'm saving it for the show, but he's snitching. He snitched yep. on Jerry Jones. Yep. No one wants to talk about it. I'll talk about it because yep. I don't give a damn. He snitched on Jerry Jones, dog. So he's going to snitch on a whole lot more people. Yep. And the thing is, Corey, and we all know this, bro, All everyone watching this, everyone listening to this right now knows this to be a fact. When somebody starts snitching, it never ends well for the snitch. They think it does. Nope. It never ends well. Ever. Nope. Never does. And you may bring down some people. You may, yeah, okay. Yes, this skeletons in this closet, this skeletons, but bruh, you're snitching because we are on you. You're in the crosshairs, homie. And so to me, I think now Dan is realizing it's coming to an end. The NFL's already thrown him under the bus, and it's mm-hmm. only gonna get worse and these allegations are not going anywhere. And I'm hoping more women who dealt with this come out and and are brave enough to come out and give their, you know, give their stories, because I believe there's more. And by the way, none of these owners, I mean, who the hell is a billionaire? That's a choir boy besides no one, none of them, they all did. dirt. At the end of the day, to protect their ass, because for so long, Corey, I said they're gonna protect him because of the money and the fraternity and the blah blah blah. He's bad for business. He's starting to snitch and air out dirty laundry. Oh, they are going to whack him, dog. He will be gone by football season. I'm telling you. He's out of here. It's a wrap. I mm-hmm.
0: uh, hey, and you know, I think this is a long time coming. I my I fell out with him before any of this came out. I watched his interview, I don't know if you remember this, but it was before Monday night football game it was him and Rachel Nichols. And I said, he can't form a sentence without acting nervous or, or just like, he just can't be calm. He can't be cool. He's awkward. He's got Napoleon syndrome. And I mean, I mean, they said he signed up the, these debt, debt waivers and everything. Did they, they, he can't afford razors anymore. You looked at him. He looked homeless like he literally looked homeless during the reveal of that name uh, of the new name of the commanders. And it was just like, I'm like, this don't seem right. And it just, I, I think I I've got a feeling that um, I'm hopeful. I, I will say this uh, and you know, I, I trust you and, and, you know, your opinion. So I, to, for, to hear you say that, that gives me even more reason for hope. Um, and, you know, I, 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 Put your Jerry curl. You like Jesse Jackson? We'll keep hope alive on that
1: one. What's your uh, What's your yeah. Um, hey man, yeah. why you keep bringing up hair, man? You know I'm sorry, struggling
0: sorry, sorry, sorry,
1: Come I on, man.
0: Look, sorry. See you got. Read the room. Read the room. Read the room. Come, Come on, man. Then.
1: This is like the third Jerry curl joke you done oh. made, bro.
0: <laughs> just let your soul glow.
1: <laughs> you know what?
0: Oh no! You're not gonna.
1: You're not to put my business in the street. I'm. <laughs> Trav. I'm gonna cover mines up, dog.
0: Trav, you know I'm mean. <laughs> Uh 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 <laughs> hey,
1: hey, what's your scale though? One what's to five. Scale?
0: Oh, seven. I got That's my, good.
1: What you now, talking about? You the same seven. page as me.
0: Uh, so I get seven six, seven. I you know, and this is just been talking to you right now. I was kinda like a 30 40 here. Um And, you know, earlier, like even last week, I sat down there. I forced myself to watch that entire two hours, listen to that entire two hours. And the fact, and I told you on this show, the fact that that people could not get behind this, because I think Congress knows at the end of the day, all they really have is subpoena power. Mm -hmm. But if Mm -hmm. there's somebody that is pushing the envelope and saying like, Bad press, like people always say, uh good news isn't necessarily bad news. All news is good news or something like that. That's what some people say, right? Yep. The Shield? Park Avenue? Yep. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Yep. You're making a mockery of the Shield. To hell if you're making a mockery of your own team. You're starting to make a mockery of the Shield. That's why people don't have problems with Mike Brown. Because Mike Brown, he was cheap, yep. but he did not make a mockery of the shield. And that is where, and that's the two different things right there. I'm just wondering why it took, and I called into Chris and Pete and asked them this. I said, why has it taken it so long for uh, them to get Dan, Penn Dan Snyder and Jerry Richardson owns half of Charlotte and Spartanburg? Yeah. Hey, and he, and they got him out within, I, I would say wait those reports came out and then they say ah he's just gonna sell the team here in a little bit.
1: Well, you know why? Because they were starting to put the squeeze on him, like the mm-hmm. like what's happening to Dan. And Richardson was like, All right, I'll take my money and roll out. <laughs> um Dan is as we know, you know, he's a lot more arrogant and there's a lot more ego involved, and there's a lot more um, you know, I'm gonna fight this, and and I'm, you know, I'm gonna do, uh, you know, whatever it takes to keep my position and whatever. And the and the bottom line is, uh, ultimately, and like anything else, you know, they can make your life a living hell, bro. And so, I do think Dan is gonna fight as long as possible. But everyone has his price, especially a billionaire, mm-hmm. and. I, You know, listen, pay attention to the Denver Broncos, dog, because they're about to go for four-point-something Billy. So mm-hmm. if you're Dan, hey, man, you know, let's make this sale. Take your money. Get on that big-ass yacht and sail your ass somewhere else, and and mm-hmm. let's have a new owner here. That's what's yeah. going to happen. They're going to buy him out.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to come. And I think the precursor to that, was that debt waiver that he signed to buy right. back everything last right. year. And I, I said something along those lines uh, when it happened. I was just like, maybe this is something. And I didn't really want to say anything about it, but I said, where there's smoke, there's fire. That's right. And I and, and I even think with the name change, I don't think and this is just conspiracy theory Sanchez right here. I think he did not have too much options in the in uh, the name change. I don't think he had any. I think the league gave him a list and said, this is what you're going to do. I think and I've all, I've heard this from multiple people. I've heard that Jason Wright, how you love him. You hate him or anything. He is he is from the league like Brian yeah. LaFamina, who was come, yeah. who was hired to do yeah. the same dog on thing. But they were able to lock him down this time. man. But um draft that I mean. We we keeping hope alive with this one in in him and um, I, I will before I, I let you go here a little bit of DC sports that's not Commanders number eleven number eleven retired for the for our Washington Nationals uh, a local kid he was from Virginia in the seven five seven went to UVA in Charlottesville and did it all for the Nationals and won that World Series back in twenty nineteen talk about the career of Ryan Zimmerman.
1: I mean, what is there to say, Mr. National, you know, um, I I like to always, you know me, I I like to talk about a person's merit and, and I had a chance to get to know Ryan over the years. He was always very gracious to me. gave me any interview I ever needed, but the mark of, of him to me uh, outside of the baseball diamond, because I mean, he left us all with incredible memories, especially that damn world series. Right. And he was as clutch as they come, but, To me, and I I spoke about this on my show today, I think, but I just said, you learn a lot about someone when you have mutual friends and they aren't in the room. And people talk about you behind your back in a positive. Mm -hmm. That told me everything I needed to know because from my interactions with him, he was always cool, funny. It's weird because in interviews, he seemed kind of boring, but like, as I spent time with him, he was funny and, mm-hmm. and like real laid back. He was like one of the guys at one point, I, I actually drank a beer with him, um, but like in interviews, he seemed uptight. Like a lot of these baseball players, Scherzer's a little similar too, and Scherzer's real cool in real life. So when people, you know, when he wasn't around and people would talk to me about Ryan Zimmerman, they would, they would always just speak of him so highly so to me um you know that's my Um, memory really that and his restaurant he owns a restaurant next to nat's park called salt line and bro during that world series run Corey, um i think some of my liver and my soul (laughs) is still on the floor (laughs) of salt line i got hammered (laughs) drunk in his (laughs) place
0: Hey, let me before it did this today, y'all. I want to tell you Travis is an MVP because the man is out here grilling on Sunday. I like, I, I have to touch this story,
1: man. And, I, was, and, uh, I was stressed out, dog.
0: <laughs> almost didn't get to see the Super Bowl, and he had to pull a Karen Thomas out here, yeah, get it done. Um, uh, bro. Take me through. Just, just, just share that that because for people who don't like listen to your show every day, I think this is a fun story. This is among your your hilarious stories. This one was excellent,
1: bro. First of all, I blame my wife. So Saturday, I was as you mentioned, I was grilling. I I just had a lot going on. I was doing a lot. I had the kids outside with me. That's the thing too. I had. The- <laughs> What, what was she doing? I had the kids with me. I'm outside grilling because it was like a decent weather Saturday. So I got a I got a semi backyard. You know, it's a city. I got a all decent right. backyard though. Kids are out playing. I'm grilling, chilling, listening to music, doing what I do. You dig? And um, my wife, like real matter of factly, was like, "Hey, something's up with with the internet." I'm playing music on my phone, so I all right. I just keep it moving, keep grilling. And then a couple hours go by. She's like, Hey, something's up with the TV. The cable's messing up. Uh-oh. I'm like, I'm outside. So I'm like, oh, Okay. And then I, I, I think I might have said, Then, like, reset the box. Right. And that was right. it. Dog, when I came, by the time I finished, I came in for the night, poured myself a beverage and chill, kicked my feet up. I turned my TV on and it is like an error message. Like, Like, nah, you're you have no TV tonight, brother. So I called cable and I was cool at first. I was calm at first. Karen hadn't (laughs) came out. (laughs) Karen hadn't showed up yet. So I was very cool, professional, calm, cool, collected. And and then what flipped my switch was the lady was like, okay, well, um, you know, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm not gonna be able to get anyone out there till next week. I say, Oh no, 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 no. No, no, no. Hey, I turned into the Mutombo Matumbo real quick. No, 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 no,
0: no. I no. <laughs> gave the flash <laughs> one.
1: No, no, no. I said, Listen, uh, you know it's Karen when you say, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. ma'am. I said, ma'am, uh the Super Bowl's tomorrow. And uh what we're not going to do is send someone to me next week. You're going to (laughs) send someone tomorrow. Okay. And it was just the most awkward, uncomfortable pause ever. And then she just said, uh, hold on, sir. And, um, she put me on hold. I got somebody else on the phone that knew the story. So she filled them in and they were cool. And they were just like, all right, yeah, well, we got you. Um, the best we can do, is uh, a window from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Perfect. What time's the Super Bowl? And I said, six. So I know you have a notes page. Put in the notes. I need five. (laughs) (laughs) Again, awkward pause, silence. But I heard typing, and she said, Okay, sir. I put it in the notes, um, but you know, you just need to know that someone could show up at seven. I said, "Well, you just need to know I can have a dish on Monday morning because I've been a I've been a customer here for a long time." I, okay, we got uh, so. Sure enough, man, Sunday at like five fifteen, dude Eight. showed up to my house and did his thing too. He was I was the last job of the day, yeah. so he was trying to leave too. He hooked me up.
0: You should get that brother steak. That's what I was trying to tell. And know, that's why I, I told you on Facebook. I said, get this man a steak. Don't give him a beer. I, said, I know. It on super.
1: I tried, <laughs> bro. I did offer. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't I didn't say a steak. I just said like, yo, I got food, I had beer. I had bo- I offered him like a bottle of water. The only thing I didn't have on me was cash. Cause oh, like dang. I don't care. Bro, who I don't who carries cash? I don't. I and I needed cash right there. I would have gave him 20 bucks for that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe more. He saved my Super Bowl. But I had no yeah. cash. I wasn't going to write him a check. So I was just like, man, <laughs> I'll give you food or beer or water, but he wouldn't take anything. Bro, if it was me, I would have shotgunned a beer and rolled yeah. out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I said, give me that, I said, give me that money. I said, give me that, uh I said, that's a mighty good steak over there. What you got? With that flank steaks, rib eyes, yeah, give me, give me something. Hey, but blood. he was trying to get <laughs> home
1: to watch the game. If I was him, yeah. I would have Steve weiser a couple joints and took a plate. <laughs> I would have took a plate to go. And I would have hooked him up with all that.
0: Oh, man. Shout out to Alexander Wilson Give People know, uh, no status said he wants to lead the team. To his son, who actually plays college football with Joe Gibbs' grandson, which is why he won't sell. Well, it don't matter. Um, down there at uh App State, it, it don't matter. He can dump that money, maybe he can own the football program down there and uh, <laughs> we'll move on. I appreciate this, too, brother. But uh, yeah, uh, Anna says, Not Karen, Tom. <laughs>
1: Hey, excuse me. Listen.
0: Clarence Thomas came out. Judges in session right here.
1: It didn't matter to me, bro. I, yeah. I did what I had to do. It got it done. If I had just took it, they would have sent somebody out on Wednesday. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, man. But hey, Trey, I'm glad you got the Super Bowl. And I'm even more glad that you came on here and chopped up with me for about an hour. Appreciate you, brother. Any we know what we, we know y- your fans and your family know what's going on but for the folks that might not know what you got going on
1: hey man every day team 980 9 a.m to noon travis thomas experience you know i think i mean Corey would be the first to tell you um we're just different i mean everything from the music i try to have different topics i think it kind of drives my bosses crazy because they rather me talk about what every other show is talking about but I can do that, but it just wouldn't really be what we do. You know, yeah. like I, um, I, I, I really like kind of bringing like a barbershop element to, to our show where I like getting everybody involved. I don't like talking at people. I like talking with people. Um, I like arguing. I like telling jokes on each other. I like making light. <laughs> I like making light of sports. We don't have to all take it so serious. We don't have to, you know, I don't have. I, I know I've been covering this a long time. My credentials speak for themselves. My resume speaks for themselves. But I don't like being some sort of authoritarian. Like mm. I'm the expert. I think. I think nowadays it's 2022, man. So everybody has access to this information. Everybody does their research. Everybody watches the games. Everybody bets on games for the most part. Like I, I'm not trying to sit here and preach to people i i invite i invite anyone watching this or listening to this who has not been a part of the experience to come through because it's a it's really a family thing and we mean it it's organic mm-hmm. travis thomas experience monday through friday nine to noon team 980 get out yeah
0: yep and, and uh, sunday bets as well on the betql on uh twitch you guys can watch it that is uh, that is premier entertainment right there you, you can learn and you can cash in uh, all, all the time with these guys because they were they, they hit now
1: y'all hit. hey Corey, you know what's crazy so this upcoming Sunday on BeckQl uh-huh. network um, I, uh, from noon to four I won't have Michael Jenkins and I won't have Quentin Mayo and my boss asked me he was like hey uh, we're looking for uh, replacements for you you know who who would you recommend? And I was like, well, I have a long list of people I can recommend. Yeah. But I said, I said, to be honest, um, I'm obsessed with this game. And I'm obsessed with being a great. And so my first choice, you know, I host a, a, a sports talk show every day for three hours talking to myself any damn way in my peeps. Going, so let me let me rock that solo. All and right. um, bro, I mean, I, I, I think the reaction was just like, whoa, okay. Hey. Hey. If someone wants to talk about sports betting for four hours solo, sign me up. So I'm I'm actually hosting um solo on Sunday, man. So I could use you, I could oh, use I could you know. helping a brother out, man. Send some oh, comments man. on
0: Twitch. Oh, you know that's right. Said, I was like, I like when Qu- Quentin read it, right? He's like, Sanchez 405 said that I like, bruh. Like Travis, know who Sanchez 45. Like, he's like, this is I I don't know who this uncultured swine is, Travis. (laughs) But no, hey, I'll be in Alabama, in Birmingham, in the Airbnb. You know what? We might be able to hook you up to the big TV and watch you while Anna goes plays in the water with her research. But uh trav, it's an honor. I consider you family, I consider you a mentor more than anything, bro. And I appreciate you coming on here. And, uh, you know, I, I know this ain't going to be the last time you come on here. So, But until the next time, y'all, Travis Thomas, Sanchez 405, we keep that same damn energy. We outlast the bastards together. And I tell y'all, don't give up before the miracle happens. Until the next time, y'all, love, peace, and hell. Big Doug McRae next week, same time here on On the Warpath. Y'all, guess what? Somebody get my stuff. Run my class. I can't get a producer to do this. But yeah <laughs>